Consistency over everything. Self-awareness is a must. And you gotta always keep it real. These are the keys. This is the Continual Growth Podcast. I'm Bawak. I'm with Z. Yep. What's good, Z? How you doing? I'm good, brother. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing incredible. It's episode 17. Yep. I'm about to bring some of that hot fire. <laughs> Today is all about learning. Nice. Let's get into it. Okay. So, there's two types of mindsets, right? Mm-hmm. We got the growth mindset and we got the fixed mindset. Okay, okay. Let, let's let's get into both of them. Okay, so let's start let's start with the with the fixed mindset. Alright. So when you're in the fixed mindset, you feel like everything that you're doing, you feel like everything just happens like for a reason. Like so what I would think about you is is you're Zana, you're smart, you've always been smart. So mm. that's just how you are. You just accept the way that life is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, if you if you see if you see someone that has big muscles, you're like this guy has big muscles. That's just the way he is. He's strong. Yeah. Okay. But now if you're, if you're in the growth mindset, mm-hmm. you're going to look at things like, all right, maybe I'm skinny now, but if I work out, I can get these muscles. Okay. Maybe I'm not so smart now, but if I start reading, I can, I can get a little bit smarter. So you, in a growth mindset, it sounds like you know that there's a cause and effect. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, the way that things are uh, when, uh, when things like in, in a fixed mindset. So where like, do you, where do you think most people fall? Where most people fall? Like even, even me, I, I used to have a heavy fixed mindset. Like if we go back to back in school, like you were, you were smart, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just said to myself, yo, Zana is smart. Right. I didn't know, I didn't know why you were smart. I didn't know all the things that you had to do right. to, to, to become that smart. Right. I just knew, yo, we play basketball together. How come this guy <laughs> fucking knows everything in school and I don't know shit. <laughs> I understand that. I, I can appreciate that. And that's. That makes sense to me because when I was in school, you know, I used to like look around the class and and think like, this shit's easy, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I I didn't think of it in like a cocky way. It's just, it just came to me naturally. And looking back, I think that's because of a lot of the habits that I developed as a kid. Um, When I was coming home from school, when I was really young, I remember we would like come home and like, I'd see all the kids in the neighborhood and they'd be like, yo, let's go, let's play, let's play. And I wasn't allowed to play right away. Mm-hmm. Like I had to do whatever the homework that was assigned by the teacher. I had to do all of it before I was allowed to go outside. Right. So to me, it was like, like the, the getting the work done part helped me as a, as a, like a younger adult, especially in high school, because a lot of the things that we learned in high school, I learned them when I was really young. Yeah. Like I was, I was in libraries, um, reading encyclopedias for fun. Yeah. Like I that remember, was, that was something that I enjoyed doing. I remember when you told me you used to go to the, to the library and read the dictionary. Yeah. Man. Before, <laughs> back in the day, like I would always hit you up and just be like, like you were the spell check for me. If I didn't know how to spell something, I'd just be like, yo Z, how do I spell this? Yeah, man. If I needed a calculator, yo Z, what's, what's, what's 10 times whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that, the, the reading a dictionary thing that came about because when I was younger, I was in uh, ESL, which is English as a second language. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're in that class with all the other kids that are learning English, we're all learning together. So it wasn't that bad, right? But on recess, when, when you come out to the, to, the, to the playground, you're playing with all the other kids, the kids that do know English. Kids can be fucking mean, man. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, man. <laughs> so I remember I got bullied like crazy because I, I couldn't pronounce certain words or I couldn't frame the sentence the way that everybody else was saying it. Mm-hmm. And I would get made fun of so bad. Like I remember I used to go home and cry to my mom and be like, 
I hate all the kids. They're fucking assholes. Like, well, I didn't say they're assholes, but I said, like, I hated all the kids. I hated the way they treated me. And I said, okay, how can I solve this problem? How can I make this never happen to me again? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I'm going to learn English and I'm going to learn it better than these fucking assholes. So I read the dictionary every day. I'm telling you for like a year and a half, read the dictionary, like read the word, read the definition, tried to memorize it, move on. And I did that for the whole dictionary. That's why, like, we always say, like, I can outspell anyone. I'm yeah. pretty good when it comes to definitions for and, words and, and stuff. And now, if you think about it, like, before you couldn't speak well. Yeah. Now you're usually the best speaker in the room. And that is entirely because of my vocabulary. Like, I'm able to pull out words that I remember from my childhood, from the different things that I've read. And that is an advantage that I'm, I'm grateful for. Like, getting made fun of as a kid, yeah. that helped me develop the habit, that, uh, the habit of, of learning and getting really good at learning. That's helped me tremendously. So, so if a fixed mindset person, if they saw you right now, what they would think is just like, ah, he's a great speaker. He's always been a great speaker. Born whereas, that way. Yeah. yeah. Whereas it was, you were terrible and you're like, I'm tired of this shit. I want to get way better. And you just got way better. And it's funny in this conversation, I'm realizing how much of an impact my childhood had on me in, in terms of, of learning. Like, like, I'll be honest. I, there was times that I did think I was smarter than the other kids. Right. But it, it, now I understand it wasn't that I was smarter. It was that I had developed these habits at a young age that made learning something that came natural to me. It was it was like we'd be in class, we'd be learning a new calculus formula or something. And mm-hmm. after a couple seconds, because I'm, I, I'd gotten really good at learning in the past, yeah. I could learn it quickly, apply it quickly and move on to the next concept. So, OK, so let's let's go back. So did you like to challenge yourself a lot when I was when I was younger? I don't think. I don't think I, I thought of it that way, mm-hmm. but um, the one thing that I, I knew is that I never wanted to get made fun of by the other kids. Yeah. And, and when you're an immigrant kid in a mostly white school, you're already at a disadvantage just because kids are mean. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And for me, it wasn't necessarily the challenge of wanting to learn more than as much as I could. It yeah. was that I wanted to learn more than them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That so was what drove me. make fun of you anymore. And that it, for sure, and I'm I'm blown away by the fact that I never thought about it that way. Like just in this conversation, it's hit me that that was how it was. That's sick. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. What was what was I know I know for you, we've talked about it on previous episodes that you know learning wasn't something that you really enjoyed. Uh, reading was something that you hated, mm-hmm. and that concept of a fixed mindset. You know, I've known you like 17, 18 years. You you definitely did have a very fixed mindset, mm-hmm. right? And then in the last. I would say two or three years, you've gradually adopted a growing mindset mm-hmm. and now you're in that fully growth stage. What, what do you think is the biggest difference? Like why, how did that happen for you? So I know exactly what it is. It's, it's, there's so many things that I've done now that when I first looked at them, I said, there's no way in hell I could ever do this. So give me, give me a good one. Give me an example. A perfect example is just like when I was working on the rigs. Okay. Working on the rigs, just just trying to make trying to make the tongs bite what the tongs are it's just <laughs> it's this it's this huge like this huge metal metal contraption and it probably weighs like 100 pounds and it's awkward as hell and you have to try and you have to try and maneuver it into into a certain position and when you first start it's fucking hard like so hard like it's negative 30 outside and you're sweating buckets cuz you're trying that hard jeez so i remember i was trying that and people are like Make it bite, which means like fucking lock it up. Right. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> and the guy's like, don't make me come over there. I'm like, so I tried again. I tried as hard as I could and it still wouldn't work. I'm like, man, it's, it doesn't work. And he's like, what? He comes and he went, 
boom, he just pushed it like as hard as he could, locked right in. I'm like, fuck, man. And he's like, he's like, you gotta, you gotta fucking put out on it, right? (laughs) I guess that just means I gotta try harder. Right. So the next time came around, I put every single thing I had into it, boom, locked in. Dope. Shit. I just got, I just gotta try harder. Right. So that, so from there, I learned like, all right, this is possible. And within probably like two, three months, like I could do it like, like that. Like it was no problem. Right. And then there's just, there's so many more things that I started learning. Like I remember the first time I ever tried a a Sudoku puzzle. Okay. Another thing I thought like, this is only, only smart people are doing this. People that know numbers. Like I barely even know my, my times tables. (laughs) Right. But then I started, I started learning how to play. I remember the first puzzle I ever did. It took me probably almost two hours to do. And I wanted to give up many, many, many times, but I didn't give up. And that's the longest puzzle that I've ever had to do, two hours. Because every single time after that, it took less and less and less and less. And now I'm at the point where I beat a puzzle in less than one minute. And and to, to add on to what you're saying, when you started Sudoku, you were probably doing an easy puzzle and it took you two hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you're doing advanced Sudoku puzzles in, I think you do them under 10 minutes now, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good now. That's pretty amazing, man, because especially for someone that um, learning was something that you just didn't like doing at all. Because I related <laughs> I related learning to school. Mm. And school, they're teaching me about like, oh, man, this guy was the, the last prime minister. And <laughs> you know, I didn't care about history at all. I'm like, how right. is this, this going to help me? How is this old guy going to help me? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I didn't yeah, care. Yeah. yeah. But then I started learning. Like, I started realizing, like, I can learn what I want to learn. Right. And that's when I started picking things that I thought could help me move forward. That's a, it's a powerful realization because the, to know that uh, you have the ability to learn, mm-hmm. just to first believe that is important, right? Because school fucked a lot of people over. Report cards fuck a lot of people over. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you get A's and A pluses, you're good. You're, you, they're going to pat you on the back. You're going you're gonna to be the, the teacher's favorite student and the teacher's going to brag to your parents about how amazing you are and life feels amazing, right? But if you s- struggle with learning and you haven't learned how to learn yet, being put in a school system that grades you and then you get B's and C's and maybe D's and hey, maybe a couple F's, your teacher's not going to really brag about you. There's nothing to brag about, right? And now your parents are not going to be proud of you. So why would you ever think that school's a good thing? And to think that we go through school for 15 years from when we're four until 18, 19 years old, that whole time we're getting graded. At no point are we taught the value of learning. We're just taught things that we're supposed to learn. And that's the big mistake and that I, I, I don't I don't like the school system because of that. Because if you didn't have that experience with the rigs where you had someone show you that with with maximum effort and going all out, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Things that you thought you couldn't do, you thought it was impossible. You're like, man, those guys can do it because they're just born stronger than me, because they've been doing this longer than me. Your boss comes over, shows you, boom, boom. And then you're like, all right, so I just got to go max out, give max effort. Yeah. That's a big realization that if you didn't have that, that could have, that, like, what if you didn't have that? It's, that's, you know, that's 100% true because, like, say if I was just there by myself trying to do that, trying to make it bite, I, I, 100% I wouldn't have done it. I would have just given up. Right. And then when you saw him do it, you saw that it was possible. Yeah. The only difference between you not making it happen and him making it happen was that he just gave a little more effort. He tried a little bit harder. To, for you to see that, that's a powerful realization because now you're at the stage now where you're like, you know what? I want to learn 
Sudoku. Mm-hmm. Like, hated math his whole life. Now, gone from somebody that took two hours to do Sudoku, and now you can do them in under 10 minutes. Like, that's, that's powerful. That's amazing. That's, mm-hmm. that's what an incredible gift. You know what I mean? That experience, as much as the rigs was tough, dangerous job. Oh, yeah. That, what a gift. That helped, me, that helped me grow a lot. Big time. I like that. When, uh, when you think about um, people that are listening to this now and, you know, they're thinking, okay, cool. What is learning going to do for me? Like, why, why is learning beneficial? Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever, have you ever thought about why, because why, what would be a good the, answer to that? The, the more you learn, the more you expand what you can do. Agreed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let, let me just take, let's just take the piano, for example. Okay. So me, I, growing up my whole life, I never, ever thought I would ever be able to play the piano. I thought anybody that played the piano they learned how to play the piano because their parents put them in piano lessons. Mm. They had a teacher. I thought that's. I thought there was no way that I could ever learn piano. Nice, right? But then I said, "All right, let me hit up YouTube because yo, you can learn anything on YouTube." Nice. So I said, "How to play the piano?" And I just started following it along with YouTube. Right? Started learning, and then I said, "All right, man, this is this is boring." I skipped. I skipped. I'm like, "All right, I want to learn how to play a song." So I. Wrote in how to play wicked games on the piano. And there was a guy, he came and he started teaching me. I just kept following along, following along, following along. Eventually, I got to the point where it's like, I can play by myself now. And from learning how to play the piano, Mm -hmm. I realized, like, if I can learn how to play the piano, I can learn how to do anything. What an incredible realization. So so (laughs) from that, it's like... You just have to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to do something that you don't think you can do because that's just going to it's going to expand your mindset and help you realize like, yo, you can do way more than you ever thought possible. Yeah, man. It's, it's like think about that that example that you gave, right? You what came out of that was confidence. Mm-hmm. Right? When you when you gain confidence in your own abilities, going from someone that you you described it, you thought Piano playing was something that only certain people got to do and, and learned to do. And you taught yourself how to play. That realization built confidence in you and your abilities that you can do anything. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to make sure learning is a priority in life. Because if you continue to learn, you continue to grow. If you continue to grow, you're expanding your own knowledge. And if you expand your knowledge, you expose yourself to potentially new opportunities, new uh, like places to live things to things to do and the thing about that is that it broadens your horizons it makes life beautiful mm-hmm. there's there's a there's an aspect to life that feels kind of mundane and boring yeah. when you're doing the same shit over and over and over and if you commit to learning whether it's through books videos fuck it doesn't matter we could talk about all the different ways that you can learn but if you commit to it you can make uh, uh, progress in life and that progress feels good. Feels incredible. It feels good. You know what I mean? Yes. Let's give, uh, let's give people some tips, man. Okay. Okay. Let me hit them with number one. Okay. So the number one tip whenever you're learning anything is to be okay with failing. Because I guarantee you no matter what, you're going to fail many, many times. But all you got to do is just keep working through it and learn, learn from those failures. And that's a, that's a powerful thing to understand because... It's, it, it puts your ego aside and says, I'm new at this. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be bad at this. I'm supposed to get frustrated. It's supposed to be something that I don't want to continue to do. It's supposed to feel tough. It's Remember, you're getting out of your comfort zone. Anytime you get out of your comfort zone, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Recognize that that's going to happen. And if you know it's coming, 
it's part of the process. It's easier to to make that that that's something that you can continue to do. And that's that's why you feel so good at the end of it too, because because of the struggle is why you're gonna feel so good. If you just go and you learn something that's easy work, it's not gonna feel as good as when you go and you fail a hundred times and then finally you get it. Straight up. I like that. Okay, let me let me hit him with uh with a tip too. So I think the the key thing to focus on when you're committing to learning is start learning stuff that you're interested in first. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're not interested in, in how the brain works, right. And you, that you make that something you decide that you want to learn. And you're, you're not going to, you're not going to continue with it. Get good at learning first. Mm-hmm. And the way to get good at learning first is to pick topics that you're interested in, learn more about them. Because when you learn more about them, even things that you thought you knew really well, you start to broaden your horizons on just those things. And then you start to think, okay, if I can broaden my horizons on things that I thought I knew really well, what about all this other shit that I have no concept of? Yeah. And then you start picking slowly, one at a time, adding to your knowledge base. And as you slowly do that, you're going to get better at learning. So maybe it takes you, I don't know, let's say it takes 10 hours of effort to learn something. Eventually, when you pick more and more topics to learn, you're going to learn them faster. The duration of time that it takes is faster. You become a better learner. You become a better learner. And the the frustration that you have at the beginning when you're first dedicating yourself to learning becomes a passion. It becomes a love because you're like, yo, it took me 10 hours to learn that thing that I thought I knew really well. And now in that same 10 hours, I can learn two or three different abstract concepts. And that's huge. When you have conversations with people and you can pull out little tidbits of information from all these different vast databases of information that you've extracted from and made part of your way of thinking, you can have conversations with people and you can sound intelligent on many different topics. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a big thing, especially in, in business, in networking, in, in interacting with other people. It's huge to be able to present information in your own words. And if you can teach other people the things that you know, that's when you know you're a master at that topic. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Okay. So tip number three is believe. Okay. Okay. So you have to understand that you're going to, you're going to want to quit. You're going to get to that point where it's like, I want to quit. This isn't for me. Like you're going to make up a million stories in your head of why you should allow yourself to quit. But that's, that's the hardest time. And that's that point where you have to just tell yourself, like, keep going, keep moving, keep driving. And that's how you, that's how you'll be able to learn anything. Yeah, man. Like we always say, like, before you can achieve, you have to believe. Mm -hmm. If you, if, if Michael Jordan, had to take the game-winning shot, and he didn't believe that he could score it, <laughs> how can he expect himself to just achieve it just because he's Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Like, he had to believe that it didn't matter if he was getting double-teamed. It didn't matter if the whole crowd was screaming. It didn't matter if he had the flu. He's got to hit that game when he's got to believe that he's capable of it. And then when the time comes for you to shoot that shot, easy work. You know what yes. I mean? Okay, so this was a this was a really good episode. I'm glad that we touched on on learning. I think it's something that is such a valuable aspect of life. And I think it gives you a renewed sense of, of what it is to be human. When we're little, when we're really young, all we're doing from the time that we're really young until we're adults is learning. We're learning how to walk, learning how to speak, learning how to eat, learning how to cook, learning how to drive, learning. How, it, just, it just doesn't stop. Yeah, a lot of times that we, we forget that we learned all those things. We learn how, like, we learn how to walk because it's it's so common, like we do it every single day. Yeah, man. And and the, the, the remember when you're when you're uh, so young, you have a zest for life because mm-hmm. you don't know anything, so you're open to everything. And I think the the big mistake that we make as adults is that we think we know everything and we're closed off to everything. 
And that to me is a disservice to ourselves because you can never stop learning. Hell yeah. Your brain is a muscle. It's capable of growing just like everything else. And if you continue to make learning something that you're passionate about, something that you make part of your daily routine, it doesn't matter how you do it. If it's through a book, if it's through a Netflix documentary, if it's through a YouTube video, there's so many ways to learn in this era. It's, it's incredible. It's a gift that we have all these different tools. It's a shame that we don't all take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So with that, I want to do some quick housekeeping and, and ask our, our lovely audience. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys taking the time out to do that. And it would mean a lot to us if you would do a couple things for us. Wherever you're listening to us on, subscribe to the podcast. That's how these algorithms continue to expose the podcast to a broader audience. And that's how we can grow our our listener base and grow the community. The second thing would be to leave us a review. If, uh, If you've enjoyed the content that we're putting out and you're connecting with the things that we're saying, it would mean a lot to us to hear back from you. But again... These algorithms are, are basing their exposure of different podcasts based on the level of subscriptions and, and the number of reviews. So that would mean a lot to us. And the last thing would be to tell a friend. It would mean a lot to us if you would bring in your own community into the community of continual growth. And we have a continually growing community of people who are committed to continual growth. All of that sounded fantastic. I hope it made sense. And with that, kill every day and own your fucking life. <laughs>